Mediocrity Inside. We're uh, into February. We're doing our thing. We're going to get back to the basics, back to our roots, and we're actually doing a podcast with just us guys tonight. Just us um, guys. Yeah, we <laughs> actually, we're throwing it way back, and we had actually made a list of things that we want to talk about and maybe bitch about. Yeah, well, and we're going to try to stay on schedule tonight, uh, do an hour with uh, good increments and things to that nature, try to keep track of that. Um, so hopefully you listeners, especially you Canadians, enjoy our new uh, new style, new service. And we're always changing it up. We're still you know, trying to keep it fresh. The Canadians. Yeah. The Canadians are our only true fans, I think. So we'll, we'll, we'll tip this one to whatever that's about. To, to the Canucks. To Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. Uh, does it say where in Canada they're listening from? <laughs> Uh, no, just, no, uh, it's Canada. It, it's a it really regional big ass country, man. Yeah, it's. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. It is know. really big. Um, but let's start off this you segment. Want to give them a rundown of what we might be doing tonight? Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know what we changed it to. I think is this one nerd in the know. I think it is. Uh, yes, I believe it is. Okay, so um, we're gonna start off with a nerd in the know. Wait, is that the tech one? I think it's turds knowledge would be the learning one. Did no, we, I think no. we went with nerd in the know yeah. over turd knowledge. Okay. Turd it just sounds a little I bit I think you just better. like saying turd. Turd. And, you know, for being the oldest one here. You can polish a turd. I've tried. Uh, you want to hit record on the video cast and... Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to be adding a little yeah. bit of video cast if... <clears throat> if I can ever if get, around to, ever get around to editing. Uh, but it seems easier than I anticipated. I just actually need to do it. I think you just need to hit power. There you go. Okay, so to go down our list, what we're going to be doing is we're doing a nerd in the know. Um, then I'm going to talk about a subject matter that uh, I just recently found out about. And then we're going to have our Geek of the Week. Um, and that's going to have something to do with technology again. I know we just did a, a show on that. but this No, co- we didn't. No, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we technology and religious arguments too. <laughs> it was titled that. So uh, we got that. Um, then Rastaman is going to be doing his individual segment, which uh, we, we don't ask. We just wouldn't be surprised. So yeah. we'll see. That, that's my rant. That's my rant of the week, though. No, your rant of the week is... Oh, okay. We just have a total... That's right. My bad. He, Sorry. He forgot. Wait, what was the rant of the week? Like the old man thing? Or... No, the rant of the week oh, is... What did we call it? It was it was like fish shaking moment or something. Oh, did we? It was we had we I came up. Rant of the we week. didn't want to go with rant of the week, did we? We yeah. were trying to. We didn't want to have them all at something of the week. Yeah. So we switched them all off of something something of the week. Except geek of the week, because that weren't Ryan the best. Uh, geek of the week was like the tech minute, wasn't it? Was it tech minute? I, I swear I don't it know. was I nerd think- in the now, man. No, I that was the learn something. Learn something was never in the We renamed everything and then we got rid of all you of those things. <laughs> you still just want to say it. You're it giggling be- like a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> um, either Fart way. jokes are good too. Rasta Man's going to be going after Geek of the Week. We can rename it next week. Yeah. I don't care. Um, and then we're going to have the uh, I'll sh- shake shake your fist. What was that? The- I don't know. It's It's me being pissed off. Okay. Well, it's not just you every time, but, you know. Well, at least tonight it is. Yeah, tonight's here. You definitely took the rank. Uh, so we'll call it a uh, moment of frustration. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, chaos minute. Or get a gripe. For uh, 10 minutes, actually. <laughs> and then we're going to end with Sound Guy's individual topic. 
uh, to close out the show. So um, getting ready to start, let's start it off with the nerd in the know. So what's our nerd in the know? The nerd in the know, um, with a little preface to people, I would like to let everybody know that I, I am starting my own religion as a celebratarian. You're starting that, or aren't you using some other people's... Well, my, my whole ideal of religion is to promote religious freedoms and tolerance by understanding. So okay. I really think that for my religious calendar, what I'm going to be doing is introducing all other religions. Like my favorite of the holy days. First of all, celebratarian, we only celebrate. We never do any of those shitty days that like fasting, all that shit, forget about it. If yeah. you want to do it, great, whatever. Yeah, if it sucks, then no. <laughs> Our, my religion is all about the celebrating, the drinking, the sex, the throwing, the breaking, the um, jumping out of planes, jumping out of windows, throwing other th people through windows, like in a fun way. In a but, fun <laughs> When there's people down there to catch them. Exactly. It's all about the fun parts of religions. So tonight, I'm going to start out with one of my favorite new additions to the calendar, the uh, Holy Day. It's actually called Holy Day. It's H-O-L-I. It's a Hindu uh, festival. It's not just Hindus. There's a bunch of other religions that do it. Closely knit religions, I guess. But it's the Spring Festival, also known as the Festival of Colors. Also known as the Celebration of Good Triumphing Over Evil. Really? Yes. Wait, did it, that actually happen? Good Triumph Over Evil. <laughs> this is the celebration of it. Wow. Which I'm going to say, if you're going to start a celebratory calendar... Like something to, just to have religious days. First of all, it's named the Holy Day. And second of all, it's the celebration of good triumphing over evil. Is it, How so much better can you get Do you want to know its original name is Holika? H-O-L-I-K-A. But the Hindu guys in marketing were like, no, we got to shorten it. Yeah. And turn so it down. They're like, wait, wait, we, we have too many long That's names already. Yeah. So we're going to do it holy. Oh. No, not really. But, oh. And then it, it goes on to say, this is the official holy website. Um, there is a, a holy So what the, is this like a specific date that this um, is celebrated? Or is it like when moon, the, the It's moon. a full moon festival. Um, and usually falls in the later part of February or March. So it's a kind of a rotating holiday. That was the last the day of the year and the new year heralding blah, blah, blah. Thus the next, thus the full moon festival of Holika gradually became a festival of merrymaking, announcing the commencement of the spring season. I'm a big fan of merrymaking. You know, I, I like your idea though. It's, you're just you're taking all the religions and pouring them into a big vat, and then <laughs> just taking the cream off the top, and then just leaving all the other shit for other people. You know, if you want to confess and, and fast and do all that shit, you know, that's More your power to you. I'm not saying if you, you want to crash into buildings way. and stuff with your planes. That's cool. You know, if you, if you want to start some offspring of a religion, go with it. Wow. The literal meaning of the word holy is burning. Burning? Interest well, what? you should look up a little bit more about that. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this holy day. Um, on holy, what they do is they throw and rub colored powders on each other. It's the festival of colors. So they just have this powdered... Color, like different colors of powder, green, red, blue, yellow, red, white, like all of them, anything that you can imagine. And they just take it and they throw it at each other. You see old men that are dressed up in their turbans and shit, just hugging and rubbing powder on, slapping each other with powder and shit. Old men dressed up in turbans and slapping each other with powder, just 
it's an amazing thing you don't get most mm. places. We gotta do this. Yeah. We have to have this party, dude. It's that would called, be so fun. The the festival, therefore, celebrates the victory of good over evil and also the triumph of devotion. I love that. The, the other part of this, there is another portion of this which is an, still kind of playing in the streets. And it's where men rub this powdered, colored powder on women, and the women rip off the men's clothes. Uh, That's how this game is played. You kind of lost me at naked I can see dude, it, no. but I guess if a chick's doing it, I can No, see because it. I can see it, because they, they're the, obviously, Karma Sutra, you know? Like, there's a reason for it. Um, but this goes into the color really quick. Legend of Lord Krishna is also associated with play with colors as the Lord started the tradition of play with colors by applying color on his beloved Radha and other gapes. Gradually, the play gained popularity with the people and became a tradition. See, I just think that, first of all, is a great, great one to start with. And why not just take the celebratory ones? Well, yeah. I, like, I like the idea of it'd be a unique party, and I'm looking at a picture of a, a Hindu fellow with blotches all over his face. I, we, we just got to figure a way to duplicate that, I guess. Uh, or we just get, like, get makeup it at the Indian store. Because that would be so fun. I mean, it would just be backyard only so you don't fuck up, like, you know, anybody's house. But just, inside. like, throwing powder at each other. I, I don't know how much, I don't think beer is really allowed in the religion, but we're not going to take that part because we're celebrating. Exactly. Leave that in a vat of bullshit, <laughs> dude. We're taking the cream. We're making butter. And um, we're going to come back with more of these later. Every time one of these comes down, we're, oh, if you want to mark your calendars, one did just pass Gasparilla. Oh. Is, that, is that considered a religious holiday, or is it just... It's, it's, it's in celebratory... Celebratarianism, it is. Oh, so it's like... What, like, like we're Mardi writing Ross. the calendar, dude. It doesn't necessarily need to be a religious holiday. Now, it says drinks, especially tandy laced with B-H-A-N-G, is also an intrinsic part of the Holly Festival. Is that pronounced bang? Bang. 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 Oh. Bang helps to further enhance the spirit of the occasion, but if taken in excess, it might dampen it also. That sounds, sounds like a drug to me. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a psychedelic, more me specifically. Too. So that would be fucking insane to me, go tripping in. That's why. Let me look. Oh, with all the colors, and you're just happier if you just than have shit. People throwing colors left and right. You're like that man just threw green at me. But that's before you start tripping. That's completely before you even take any drugs. Yeah. Imagine what could, imagine where the day can go if before you've taken any drugs, it starts with that man just threw green and purple you know and yellow is? at me. I got hit with a rainbow. You know what it is? No, not yet, but uh, please enlighten us. It's pot. Pot. It's pot. They make a tea out of pot. Bang! So for the folks at home, if you run out of weed and you're in India, bang. bang. Wow. This should be a commercial. Ask for it by name. Bang. It's We're standard gonna, process. We're gonna a drink is popular down. in manner mixing bang with tandi, a cold beverage prepared with almond, spice, milk, and sugar. I don't see how it would dampen Consumption of bang and psychotropic substances has been forbidden by certain Hindu religions. Who cares? <laughs> Do you think we can hold on? I'm wondering if we can find a loophole. Do you think we can find a bang at the Indian market? 
Hey man. Like if they're taking pot and just selling That's it as tea. Funny. On the Indian market? They're like, hey man, you got you know, some like, bang. You know, go into the Indian store here and just be like, yo, do you have any bang? It should be like, oh yeah, tea? We got tea? Come on. And they just actually no, it should have probably it. be like, Nobody what you want? Yet. What you need? Like a twomp, an eighth, a quarter. Twomp? <laughs> Take about a half about a pound of cannabis. Either the shade leaves from cultivated hashish plants or if using very weak quality, include the buds as well. Strip away the branches, but do not separate the leaves and seeds. Heat the leaves and seeds on a dry griddle over low medium flame till the leaves are crisp and oily smell begins to arise. Now wash the greenery in cold water a few times gently, but thoroughly and squeeze it gently. I was told that the omission of this step causes headaches, but have no empirical proof of that assertion. <laughs> now take a fire clay pot, capacity at least several gallons. The bottom inside must be rounded, not flat. It must be, it must have been scored before firing with crisscross pattern of slightly raised edges or welts. Uh, place it in there and then do it. So it takes forever. I'm not really I want to see this on Martha Stewart. So be like, it's a wonderful thing. Today yeah. we're going to go to India for some bang. Yeah. It, that seems like something that you'd see on three sheets. Oh, oh doing right. some bang and then like some Indian pale ale. Yeah. Interesting. I saw in one of the episodes, he went to like Costa Rica or something, and I think it was the fastest ever. Uh, the guy cut up like coconut milk, mixed it up, and the next morning, it was alcohol. Like beer takes two, like a week to three weeks to but, a but year. But you need a ready. yeast, right? That would work to be able to pull that off. Right? There's no way. What, maybe, maybe bacteria. I mean, there's yeast that can turn milk into yogurt overnight. I, I thought that was... Uh, is cultures and yeast the same thing? Uh, cultures it's, and yeast? Cultures and yeast, are they the same thing? What's cultures? Like, like yogurt cultures? I think a culture is a growth, which is kind of just an option. Like, I think that's more of a bacteria. I mean, you can culture anything. Oh. It means to grow it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what are we using this word in the form of? Um, but either way, getting back to Holly, yes, I think it would be a great celebration. Uh, definitely would be fun to do in like the desert on a camping trip and just go play in the forest, you know, sort of thing. Um, I think you can definitely get a couple of uh, hippies excited about that. Uh -huh. so. <laughs> no, and the, and the thing I think is a, a awesome thing is the celebratorian. I'm totally down. We need to create a calendar and then just. I'll start doing research and figure out what dates. Every day has got to be some sort of religious day or, or non-religious day. Or I'm just, sort of... my main thing is if you're ever going to raise a kid, I think that you should consider the celebratorian, celebratarian religion. <laughs> just because if that kid grows up knowing all about religions, if all kids, if we have a generation of people that knows about all the religions and understands them at least a little bit, you can probably relate to each other on those matters. And that's one of the hardest things to do. We would hope they would so, too. Excellent, because there's some really good Jewish holidays, and then you can expose there's, to the cultures. Exactly, and Gasparilla. It's a great pirate holiday. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Gasparilla we we talked awesome. about that in a previous poll. Well, right? Now that we're talking about um, water and boats and things to that extent, because we just said about pirates, I want to get into my individual topic, okay? Um, Capri, John, brother. Yes. Good segue. So, 
Uh, earlier today, I was I was thinking about, man, are we having a podcast tonight? I'm not sure. I didn't really get anything. I didn't check my email either because I haven't been at work. Um, so I was listening to NPR as I was going to the ATM, and they were talking about Mark Twain or Samuel Clemens. I wasn't really sure why they were talking about him or why they had this special guest on. All that matters is they did. And I found out something really cool about the origin of his name. Okay, so I want to get some, you know, some speculations from you guys first, because I think that's, you know, interesting. Oh, you know, I thought I heard something about this, but yeah. Um. All right. Well, my just going with where the, the name Mark Twain. Yes. Um. Like, how did he choose his pen? His pen name. Uh, in well, in Twain is in half. That's like cut it in half, like it, it cut it. it in twain. Uh, I think, and Mark Twain is Mark half. So I, I think that he was trying to be mediocre. Okay. Because he was going in the middle that of the fits. road, Mark half. He, that would be pretty. Yeah, and this, this, was an, this was an inside decision for him. No, no, that's a very good, very good um, guess. Or reasonable deduction, I guess you should say. Um, sound guy? Um, I think Twain is a substance that you just mark it up. I have no idea. <laughs> I read somewhere where, where there was kind of a... I thought it was like a sexual thing, maybe. It, it, you know? Okay, well, there's several things that I want we'll to talk about. Twain. Hi, Natalie. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, there's several things that I want to talk about with that as well that were discussed. Um, but his name... So, so Mark Twain grew up in Hannibal, Missouri, which is on the riverbanks of the Mississippi. Does it sound like I know this? It's pretty it does. good, That's right? great. I like it. Uh, yeah, I know. History teacher. So, well, you hear it once, and if it's interesting, it kind of sticks, right? Yeah. So he... Oh, there's so many interesting things. So he grew up on there, and, and I believe he became a captain. I'm not really sure about that, but I know he at least did some boating, okay? And when he was sleeping... Everybody night, loves boating. Yeah. <laughs> So when he was sleeping one night on a steamboat, or not sleeping, but just in his bed resting, he heard um, the, me- the water measurers who would throw down an anchor and, and with some rope and measure how the depths of the, the riverbed to see where they are, so navigation channels, right? So he heard one of them uh, at the front of the boat throw it in and yell, Mark, because he's marking, okay? And then... The next guy would, um, at the end of the boat, after he picks it up and measures the water, would tell him where it is. And Twain is 20 feet. So he really liked the ringtone of that. He really liked the sound of Mark Twain. And what also that signifies for a steamboat is you are in safe passage. This is the safest water that you can be in because it's the depth that's far enough for the um, full power steamboat, but it's not so large that it gets out of control. So he's like, you know, I really like the That's ring of it. I'm a, I grew up on the river, steamboat sort of was my thing. I think he's a captain again, I'm not really sure on that. It's symbolic. But, and, and then he goes with, uh, um, he goes with Mark Twain. So I think that's, you know, that's really that's, cool. That's awesome, dude. That was, oddly enough, I think I was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's why when you were like in half, I'm like, 
oh, you're almost there. Yeah, it's like, a measurement. Mark, you had the mark part. Like you're marking a spot, but um, this is why I win at Trivial Pursuit a lot. But it was, you know, it was deduct good deductive reasoning at the same time. If you knew the riverboat part, you probably would have been spot on. You know, maybe not about the Twain part because that's just hard. You know. Oh yeah, the twenty. Yeah. I was just hoping to be all sexual. I hope it was like you know. It, oh, that's what they called oh, no. a jock lady in your face okay, so, in the eighteen nineties. So okay, so he also <laughs> jacklating in your face. You know, you marked Twain. No. That's really <laughs> interesting because they probably did have vernacular for it. Well, what's the vernacular for like for season like, girlfriend's back face? In, back in Shakespearean days, what did it mean to like donkey punch? Oh God. Wait, what's Donkey Punch? That'd be a fun. That's where you're having sex with the wait. Girl. How do we get on this right. topic off of so, Mark Twain? <laughs> Leave it to sound guy. So Mark Twain. No, no, it's okay. Explain Donkey Punch. I gotta oh, know no, Donkey no, Punch. No, no, it's cool. We can we can stay on topic. I'm alright well, with that. We don't need to go it, into the Donkey Punch. Okay, so staying My mom on topic to though. The show, dude. I know. So staying on topic with at least the sexual portion of Mark Twain or Samuel Ke Clemens is he his daughter. Um, wanted to, it was aspiring to be a famous singer, okay? And she really thought highly of herself as a composer and, and a singer. And, and when he died, he had some unpublished things written about women and social roles and norms and things to that extent. And he firmly believed a, in uh, polygamy, basically, or open relationships. And at the same time, he believed that men uh, reached their sexual peak earlier than women. So men are done performing sex, you know, to the desires that they start when they get into their 50s and 60s. Whereas women are still in their sexual peak and can still enjoy it so that he feels that they should be allowed, even if they're in a married relationship, to go in and still receive that. And his daughter was like, no, you can't publish this. This is not allowed to be published. I don't want my dad. And he had some other things about adultery and... and um, uh, younger people, I guess, you know, like 12, 13 year olds, he's basically like, if they're puberty, let him, let him go. Cause well, he's all about openness. It's Mark Twain. He's a, he's a little crazy, you know, as, yeah. as it's, it's a different time as he too. Is. Yeah. So another thing is that's interesting. Cause I'm almost up is, uh, he also, I believe was born on Haley's Comet. Okay. Or hail bombs, one of the two. No, Haley's. I thought it was Haley's comment. Haley's, okay, 1839. And then he died in 1910 on Haley's comment. The day? Yeah. Or, or, no, or it's usually a April period. 21st, I'm sorry. April 21st, 1910. He died after, or on the tail end of Haley's comment. And he said in his life that he would be in on Haley's and out on Haley's. Which, which rules, which makes suicide a factor? Because I heard Shakespeare died, was born and died on the, the, the same yeah, and date, but not year. And it was interesting, the, whoever was commenting about this on NPR today, um, he said that they also checked in to see if uh, Haley's was visible during that time, and they were actually oh. visible during that time, like by the naked eye, the end of the uh, tail end of the comment. Interesting. So, you know, he might have, like, you know, who knows? So, uh, just pretty, pretty cool. That was my uh, individual topic. And this could be a game show answer on Jeopardy. You're going to be like, what is Mark Twain? 20 feet. It'll be like, what's a Twain and Mark Twain mean? Yeah, where does it come from? What does it mean? So, pretty okay. good. So, Donkey Punch. 
that's when you're getting the girl from behind and you're just going at it and when you're about to finish you don't and instead you spit on her back so she thinks that or you pull out and then you spit on her back so she'll kind of think that you like shot your load on her back and then when she's not when she turns around to look at you what you do is you stick it into her ass real quick and then you knock her out and I guess when she does that, it's supposed to. She's supposed to like clench up all her muscles, and it feels great. But you gotta do the exact proper order. Yeah. So, so you got that Rasta guy's mom or Rasta man's mom? <laughs> so you you can't you can't knock try to knock her out and then try to stick it in because it's already tight. It's yeah. You totally missed your opportunity. You gotta you gotta do the pull out, spit, wait for the turnaround, stick it in, punch. Yeah. But that's like a, a thing you can only do once with a chick. Like, you have to be pretty promiscuous to do this And all she's got to be a prostitute. Or she's got to be cool with it. Or freaky. They say that you can do anything on your last day at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. If this is... Uh, if, if, if you're trying to get rid of somebody, and, uh, and, and you need a way to do it, they say that you can do anything on your last day at work. You know what? That... It feels like, you know, when you read a fortune cookie and you put in bed after it, mm -hmm. like it's supposed to make it funny, it seems like you could just say the most gnarly shit and then say, but you can do anything on your last day of work. It's like a way, it's a similar kind of thing. It's, <laughs> what do you call yourselves? You the can, aristocrats. You can <laughs> shit right on the floor and then smear the shit all over the computer. And you can do the, but you can do anything on your last day of work. <laughs> it's your last day of work. Um, walk you out so let's move on to our next uh, topic at hand. We are with the Geek of the Week. Or technique Ugh. of the week. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where's my Weep. flask? Flask. <laughs> it's dork. Okay, so last uh, time we tried talking about technology, we went into a religious topic. Which was a great topic. It was really good conversation. Tonight we got the religion out of the way a little bit early, yeah. so we didn't have to worry about that. So now we're going to deal with something called Juju. All right? It's actually titled Juju Tablet. It's an African word, and it means magical uh, device. And it's spelled J-O-O, J-O-O, Juju. Which kind of throws me off, because one of my other favorite technical things is also an African word, which means Ubuntu. Ubuntu, yeah. Which means when you change, the world changes. Oh, yeah. So if you can put yourself changing with the world changing in a magical device... You're pretty unstoppable. And then be able to receive BlackBerry messages. So you yeah. call it the Jujuberry? Yeah. yeah. Which it is a Linux-based tablet, I believe, isn't it? Um, no, well, Dell and everything is interested in it and, and whatnot. So they use Windows. Um, I believe it's a PC-oriented. Now, it seems to me the big thing with this is that it's supposed to come out before the iPad comes out. Yeah, so let Which me give you the rundown, okay? Um, First thing is it accesses the internet rather than apps like the iPad, okay? So when you're thinking of the, <laughs> the uh, a tablet, um, this is different. It is a 12.1 inch capacity touch um, and it can start up in nine seconds. Um, <laughs> it is uh, internet, ex internet ready. Sorry, I'm just reading everything off of here and sound guy's doing something funny. <laughs> it only weighs 2.4 pounds. Its width is 12.8. It is um, 7.8 inches wide or long, I guess. 
<laughs> okay, so, so, so we're, it's we're, bigger than an iPad, right? Yeah. The screen's bigger. We're talking about an iPad. The, the screen is about two inches bigger, right? Yeah. Yes. Which, two inches is actually a lot. That's like 20% based off a 10-inch tablet. Yes. Mm -hmm. and well, it's horizontal too, right? When they measure yeah, it. Yeah, so. now, right. now we're looking at wireless. Um, it's Wi-Fi capability, up to five hours of Wi-Fi and video conferencing for it because it has a camera. Um, the capacity is only four gigabytes of solid state drive. Uh, there's only one button on the entire thing, and that's a power button. It has a USB port, built-in speakers, and a microphone. Um, besides that, it is browser-based operating system. Video includes mm. 1080p support, Flash 10.1, and Java compliant. So it is not like... Um, a regular PC where you would type stuff in, but you have sort of like apps where you can go through it like that, but it connects directly to the TV rather than the apps, or directly to the internet rather than the apps going through the 3G network. Interesting. Well, and I think they still use the 3G network though. Well, they, hold on, uh, let, let's take a step back. Can we go through this a little bit slower? Sure. Like I wanna, I wanna go through each of these kind of one by well, one. And, and the one thing to me is that it seems like uh, it's it's shipping at the end of February, so this is gonna be readily available really soon, if yeah, not already. It's four ninety nine, and you can get it by the end of this month. Okay, so so let's let's start out with kind of the most important ones. Um, can we get the screen size again? Uh, 12 point, well, 12.8, but then actual visible is 12.1. Okay. And then it's also, sorry, it's also HD. It is full HD video. Watch full HD videos on YouTube, Hulu, or any of your favorite internet video sites. Okay. Um, now, I know Jen's phone, my girlfriend's phone doesn't, uh, won't play Hulu. So, but that's her phone, whatever. We're talking about that. Uh, this is more like the iPad, though. The iPad has a 10.1-inch screen, which is about the visible screen on my laptop. And it's a, um, the entire, so if you flip my laptop down, like, right now, it's about 12 inches, so that the entire laptop would be about how big this one is. It's still pretty small. Kind of okay. about the size of maybe a smaller clipboard. This one is also, yeah. it's touchscreen also though, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you got that going for you. We got prices what? Uh, $4.99. $4.99 for the only, it's only one model. Um, the iPads range from, I think, $600, is it $600? No idea. I think it might be like five or $600 all the way up to $900. Yeah, yeah. And for the $900 one, you get a 64 gigabyte um, 3G and Wi-Fi, one of these. That's insane. Oh, so is this, is this also 3G? It runs off 3G or Wi-Fi? Just Wi-Fi. Okay. So you can't take this one out with you. It's a home PC. It's for your couch. It's for chilling at your couch. Like, that's where the iPad is always going to have the victory, is the iPad is take anywhere. You literally take it anywhere. What, the, what's it, what it's going to come down to is the usability factor for practical use, as far as notepad, things of that nature. Can I do my work at the same time? If it's just internet, then 
most likely iPad's just gonna win because then you got your regular internet, I mean, uh, email, and then apps, apps galore. Did you say that this was also Bluetooth? Yeah. I wonder if it's it, if it does, no, like data transfer. Oh, from like oh juju to juju. Because I'd want to know if I can Me have if I, if we oh. can just be sitting in the same room together all with our jujus out. <laughs> Put your juju. Mm, that, that didn't come out. It as sounds well. like a sausage party. But <laughs> if we're just all sitting here and we're playing with our jujus, and I wanted to be able to download something from yours, like a movie or some music or a file, or if we're all working on the same file over the internet on some program, can they just sit there and data transfer among them? Without having to hook up all the way to the internet and shit. I'm sure, because they're Bluetooth. Mm. Like, you would just have to lock in a signal or get a main. Well, see, that's what I'm wondering. If Bluetooth would only work for the speaker uh, speaker headset, headset combo. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it, it's cool to see. I just, you know, I just saw this today. And um, it just seemed, it seemed like an alternative to the same. Well, I like. I really like the idea that it's based on the cloud technology, like where it's it's all on the phone and you load up into the internet. Yes. Because usually, what these also come with, if it's just if it works on the cloud, then you get some sort of a like a two hundred and fifty gigabyte download center that's stored on their internet servers. Oh. Yeah. So you don't actually have to pay for. Oh, well, this is Wi-Fi, though. This isn't 3G. You know... Well, I think... I don't know if Wi-Fi does You these devices, that. though? The thing is that I, I really... I need a keyboard to express myself. And I know a lot of these will have keyboard attachments. But why uh, can't they just make a laptop with a touchscreen, get rid of the mouse? And just anything you need, you can touch on the screen. Bam. If you want to type your deepest thoughts, you can just type them out. Really? I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like... I, maybe I'm old school, but I, I just feel like I need a, a keyboard. Let no, I need a keyboard, too. Let me present this to you guys. Have you seen the infrared laser keyboards? Yeah. The ones where you can just hit a button. It casts a, a red keyboard onto the whatever surface Whatever you're on. surface. Nice. Any surface you're on. Like and any all surface. you have to do is you have to just put your hands down there and it tracks where your hand where your fingers move. What does it and it shows you a keyboard too cuz I don't know how to type. It, it shows side. you a keyboard right in front of you. Because it, it just doesn't have like the bumps on there. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. Keys. Yeah. Like, I know if you were press. just like right here, or you were like, touch. yeah. It does. That's it does that. Um, they actually had a computer that they designed, which was, it was about the size of a small mag light, mm -hmm. oh, and all cylindrical, and you could actually you could fit it in your pocket, and when you took it out, it would fold up into kind of a tripod on the bottom, and something pointing up top. And the entire computer was, uh, it had a tripod to put it up into the air at the right angle and stuff. It had the, th the, the like the head or the, the top of the flashlight come out and it could shoot a screen onto a wall. Nice. And then it also cast out one of those little infrared keyboards. That'd be kind of cool if you had a wall touchscreen too. Because you're like, yeah. I like that. That's almost like 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 Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy kind of shit. <laughs> That's even beyond that, really. All right. So, um, I don't know. I uh, wrapping up. I think that this is. I really like the idea of cloud technology. I think that they're a little bit 
behind where the iPad was. I think that they would have been great had they come out six months ago. Yeah. When the iPad wasn't ready yet. Um, when the iPad hadn't been announced yet. So well, I think it, it's always been announced in Geek World. Right. We're just getting to the Geek well, World. Well, it's, it's been a couple, maybe a month or so. No, they were when they, when they officially leaked it. They were talking about it in November for the Juju. Oh, oh. Everything's just been named something else. I yeah. Know. What it comes down to is at least it's good to see healthy competition. Besides that, I think the Juju would be a great alternative for somebody like me that I don't really want to carry around something like that to get 3G coverage. I wouldn't mind just carrying something like and that. And you're already my house. paying for one service. When you yes. buy the iPad, most likely you're going to have to pay for your service for the iPad, you know, the network and the iPad. See, if I could get my my service that I could just take my phone when I got home and plug my phone into the router. Yeah. And now when I'm home, I get internet at home. That'd if be I different. If I could have an iPhone device that would provide me 3G coverage, 4G coverage, whatever G coverage we need to be, where I can take my phone I can plug it into, just pay for just that. I just need internet for me. Yeah. Wherever I'm at, if I'm at home and I wanna use other things, great, let me use other things. If I'm just gonna take my phone, plug it in somewhere, get the same sort of coverage I can get on the Wi-Fi that I'm getting currently and broadcast that signal around for all the devices that I have at home. If I have to pay a little bit higher on my bill for either one of those, but I can get take rid it of anywhere. the other one. Yeah, I think that'd be worth like, it. If you're listening cell phone companies, <laughs> or internet provider companies. <laughs> Either one of you. Healthy competition. Make it happen. Do it. Just make this happen and... And we'll give you a spot in our next commercial, which is happening right now. I'd 
Aquabats, <laughs> super rad. Aquabats, my favorite band. Bands, I love them. <laughs> All right, so um, what do we got next on the horizon? Uh, we are gonna be doing Rasta Man's individual topic. <sighs> All right. Well, I just wanted to say how awesome I thought some TV organizations have become. Actually, not even the TV organization. The the creations that some of these writers have produced. One of my favorite current ones is Lost. I don't. I really enjoy Lost just because it's a. It, it's a great drama. It's kind of a great kind of mystery thing. Yeah, it's a prime time mystery slash. They didn't know where they were going, and then it took off, and then they're like, "Oh shit, this is good." Is that J.J. Abrams. That yeah, J.J. Abrams. Like I, I like what they've done. One of my favorite things that they've done with it, though, is that they've created outside resources to kind of explain portions of the the entire story. Yeah. Um, great example, they have this thing that they produce called Mysteries of the Universe. Mysteries of the Universe was a 1980s sci-fi, like, paranormal type show, and it only lasted for a couple episodes, but they they actually made a modern episode that was that looked exactly like the old one did. Yeah. And they made the entire thing about the Dharma Initiative. And the thing about it was that really stamped off me is they made it look like it was a VCR cassette tape that the tracking had a problem and stuff. And they, they put in all the fucked up shit that we had in like the 80s. Really? With, yeah, it, it was really done. Like It looked really authentic. It looked was straight it, up. Was this an episode or was this actually a... Uh, no, this is, this is the, uns- the, no, the okay. real deal, the, the show that the ABC made for the Lost. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. But they made a 
I'm sorry, I didn't look <laughs> this up. I just saw it on Hulu, so I wasn't sure if it was. Have just you seen clips it yet? Of, yeah, I've seen the entire oh, okay. thing. But it just explains a lot more about the Dharma Initiative. It's not really part of the show, but it goes deeper into one subject of the show that people are going to be interested in. Yeah. Um, Heroes did this too, where Angela, the mother of Peter and uh, Nathan. Uh huh. Barbarelli or whatever. Yeah, Partrelli. Um, yeah. Partrelli. 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 Exactly. Angela Patrelli. So, uh, she was the only one that was in it of the entire show, and it was all about these other recruits that they were finally getting into the the paper factory, whatever, wherever Horngroom Glasses works. Yeah. Uh, and they did this entire webisode where it only came out in on Hulu and other social media sites and on the fucking Heroes website, but it just explained a lot more that they couldn't put on television. And Really? Yeah. Oh, it's fabulous. They're making jobs for people that they're trying to fit the demand to the production, the yeah. supply to the demand. Why right. It's supplying for the hardcore fans. And it, there was some great stuff. There was one, it was a chick that could turn into water. And then would get into. It. And then there's a soccer player, Latino dude, that she was trying to recruit. Oh uh, yeah, episode. a yeah. lot of good stuff. If you if you're a Lost fan and you haven't seen this, you've got to see this. No, this is Heroes. Oh, Heroes. Sorry. <laughs> but Lost too, I'm sure has something like that. Um, no, no, I was talking about Heroes, but I was saying Lost. Oh no, actually, I just I saw the um, final chapter. It's on Hulu. It's like the breakdown before watching the new season of Lost. So it gives you a rundown of what to expect, what happened, all the way up until this season. Is it like pop-up video where it's like, bloop? No, that'd be awesome. The stage manager was killed They do that sometimes, I think, on regular TV. But this is on uh, Hulu, and it's just an hour or 45 minutes, basically, of them uh, giving each character's background up until that point. So they say what happened to them, they give the group thing, what happened to each individual character, and then sometimes they're interacting, obviously. So like, Sawyer was a desperate con man yeah. before he arrived Seriously. in Australia. <laughs> yeah. He came yeah. on the plane not knowing how his life would change. Basically. Wow, sound guy. You got the scary movie guy voice. Sound guy in a world where sound and guys come together. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what would that sound be? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> In a world where anal sex isn't as taboo as you'd think it would be. <laughs> he should be doing pornos with Greg. Yeah. I digress. <laughs> I digress. He said he should be. Like, it's somebody else but him. <laughs> it's his character, man. He's in character. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Okay, so Loving now it. you like... So, so let me get your, your point on this. Is you like shows that create sub plots but in an artistic content that's interesting and explains something just has to do with a portion of the show translation you're a comic book guy and that's what comic books are all about the spin-offs and little sub shoots i i really enjoy the fact that it, it's not just a show it's now a universe okay that there's other things that are going on that you'll you'll be watching this happen and all of a sudden she'll look up and she'll see that peter but died 
Yeah. Or that Nathan Petrelli died. So they, so, so they follow the, the, the regular show along with it. Because I haven't seen all the episodes in the Heroes one. That, that they play it into the storyline. Or you only like the shows outside. So when the cameras are off, you follow the character beyond whatever else they do. But it's still in the same timeline. Same because place. the Lost one is different than the Heroes one. The Lost one was created within the show for the show. You know, for the audience at that moment. For that particular yeah, scene well, well, to the describe one, the background, the loss could be playing in the show. They could be watching the the. It's it's made like it's like it's almost like a. Um, you feel like it's it's a prop propaganda. From, it's a prop from the show, exactly. It's yeah. Well, no, I've seen the episode where there's where they watch it and explains the whole Dharma initiative. Um, what I'm getting at is the heroes one. Then is a separate thing entirely. Yeah. Where they do an outside, just with the act. You know, the separate actors, actresses, subplots, whatever you want, but it's never ever going to be air- aired on TV. Yes, I like that. You lo- so, But the other one is at least an extension. Okay. It's not, it's not a separate look into the world, it's a look of what the people in that world might be looking at. You know? No. Okay. <laughs> you lost on that last one. I thought I knew well, where you were going on that. I'm, I'm just okay. <laughs> the song the, guy is giving the eye. The Dharma Initiative one would be something that one of the characters in Lost might be watching. Yes. So now they've just put you into the world that the people in Lost live in. Yeah, I like that. It explains what's going on within what's going on. But it it, it kind of yeah exactly, and it kind of brings you into the fold. Um, the other one, the way that Heroes does it, now you're still, you're not just watching one story, you're kind of a step back, being more omniscient, seeing an, even another story and more more plot lines playing in than not even most people would, some people would see. Yeah, so you just like the, the opportunity for the bonus. You like the hidden track. Yes. Kind yeah. of to be in the know. Yeah. I think, actually, I just think it's, well... It's kind of stupid what I'm going to say, but I think it's more efficient to tell stories in. <laughs> because you already know you can mention something and people can kind of pick up the reference here or there. You know, well, if you throw down references, it can fill in a lot more of the story if people know the time frame that you're in. Well, it's kind of like the cliff notes if you're just watching a regular TV series. And then you can get way into like the actual full story. Or you know, people always complain that the book is a way more detailed yeah. than the movie. This is the what the missing chapters. Yes. Or these are those two, three-page chapters that just go through a quick, like, change of scene. You know those books that if it's a very good, if it's a narrative, and they just really want to tell you that they're getting in the car and driving to this place, but they saw a rose on the way. And you're like, what's the rose have to do with something? Oh, yeah, that's what it killed them on. Almost like a director's you know? cut. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But you're like, that doesn't, it's not really important. It just was, they, you know, yeah. they got in a car. It explained how they got somewhere. It's a transition or something to that extent. You can just take the rose out and put the rose somewhere else. And yeah. And you're not explaining the same thing. Yeah, and you know, it's going to show up eventually anywhere or somewhere down the line anyway. So it's not like that was a significant portion, you know. But if you do see that, then it gives you just another insight to the story. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I, that I just like this, like the way that they're leaning more towards that than individual things, individual short, fucking who's the boss stories on TV. <laughs> hey, um, Angela, where's my van? <laughs> I'm Tony. All right, and now going on the other side, if I can, 
Um, I told you about something that I was really enjoying these days. Now something that really fucking pissed me off. Fucking garbage men. That's funny <laughs> right. that with, with the segue between who's the boss and then garbage, because that show was garbage. Really? <laughs> I didn't like it. Same it was it was pretty good. But I, I derailed right. you. Bam. Garbage men. <laughs> now, garbage men get paid pretty well, don't they? Yes. That's from what All I understand. right. And they have a... I mean, I understand that their job sucks, just like everybody else's job sucks. Yes. It sucks to do what you gotta do. But... Garbage men are like an integral cog of our lives. Yeah. Right? We need them. We need them. Now, fucking, we had people over for Super Bowl Sunday. You know, we I, I live in a cul-de-sac. Um, well, Super Bowl Sunday is this weekend. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the championship. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl Sunday. <laughs> sorry. So we had people over for Pro Bowl Sunday and had a bunch of friends over. My friends like to get drunk. We live in a cul-de-sac. Bobby blocked in our cars. Yeah, all y'all on the podcast know Bobby. He's been on the show before. If you don't know him, you can look him up. He's yeah. been with Thailand. He's a Thailand one. Call lady friend, whatever. I don't know. So Bobby stays over because he's a little bit drunk, which is a good thing. Yeah. And he blocks in our cars because anywhere else, he's pretty much blocking somebody else's cars in. Yeah. So he blocks in our cars, and I wake up at fucking 6 in the morning. Jen wakes me up. She's like, get the fuck up. Did you put out garbage? And I didn't, of course, because I was fucking drunk. <laughs> so she's, I get up, fucking look around for my pants, can't find my pants. Walk all the <laughs> pants way on the, the ground. House. Pants <laughs> on the ground. Looking like a fool with the pants on the I ground. I walk out through the house. I open the garage door. I look out. Ain't nobody around. Fuck this shit. Walk out in my underwear. <laughs> take the fucking garbage out. Pull it to the curb. It's put cold. It, put too. it right to the curb where everybody puts their garbage. You know? And Bobby's truck was there. Bobby's truck was... It wasn't in front of the garbage can. It was to the side of it. But I put it on, you know, where it should be. They don't fucking take the trash. Because they don't get out of their car. Yeah. They just use the arm. It goes in and that's it. Alright, so couldn't they just fucking use the reverse gear? Like, you know, that parallel parking thing that we all... Well, no, what the, what like, the, if they can just kind of move, like, pull and back up a little bit. They're just... Fu- Do you know how much lazy. these fucking people get paid? Yeah. They're lazy, man. Well, I don't know because I, I bet you there's a lot of pressure to get you know for them to finish their job quickly. But you think at some point they'd want to get out of their truck and either just push it up to the arm and get back in the truck. But I'm just saying, do you understand? Did they understand the resulting aftermath of that? If you have a full, how much? How many people you got living with you? Two. All right, you and Shelly. Yeah. All right, how many people you got living with you? Two. Dude, me, and my All right, brother. you and your brother. Me, me and Jen. How much garbage do you have in a week? You have a garbage can full of garbage in a week? No. Almost. We, we got to buy a garbage can. Recycling. Is I recycle full. a lot of stuff. Every, yeah. Every time recycling is full. I'm, okay. But, but, but you just had a you have parties and you entertain a lot. So I you end up with a lot more garbage than the yeah. average household. So I got a fucking full garbage can that I got to last through with a week because this guy didn't want to back up his fucking truck getting paid like. $60,000 a year? I gotta live with that shit? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I should fucking write to the city and be like, I'm gonna pay you 
Four dollars less this month. Yeah. You Here's your tax. Here's your <laughs> That's how much of my garbage you took. This is prorated. Right? No, I, I've had experience with this in the past because they, you know, that's how they do it in like the Bay Area and stuff. Nowadays, because my brother parks it? in front of my house and I live in a cul-de-sac also, I just put that shit almost in the middle of the street and pretty much everybody else does anyways. So that's kind of how we resolve that issue. But um, it's still pretty fucked. Like that really in the middle of the street? Almost. What's well, a cul-de-sac? So I stick it out past the car. Like it's, it's probably like... 10 feet away from the curb. I don't know. Way See, out there. I remember the days with tin cans and the garbage man would literally go into the backyard and get the garbage can. And then he'd take it to the garbage, dump it in there, and then take it back and put it back in your backyard. This is in Chicago. That's what I remember. No, I think, I, I can't think of how it was, but I remember when I was a little kid, I'd be seeing the garbage guys, like, they had like big, you know, cylinder, like, garbage can type things, but they weren't, like, you know, they were, like, perfectly round, and they had, like, wheels on them, and they just roll, and they put the garbage in that, and then they'd take it and throw it in the garbage truck. Really? Yeah, like, they didn't even want to take your garbage can. It wasn't worthy to carry to the... Well, then they came out with the, we'll supply you with the garbage can. Which I like. Yeah, that's... that's but that's that's when they were automated. They're like... That's no, why. Okay, is there... How do you dispose of house paint? Um, how is the proper I think you have to make phone paint. calls on that one and find out. Really? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, Dumps. can you throw it in the garbage can? Yes. Like, I threw it in the garbage can, they took it out and put it on the curb. Mm hmm? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so they won't get out to fucking pick your tr fucking scoot your trash can closer to the fucking <laughs> arm. But, but they will get out. Paint. Oh, God forbid, they're sorting through your trash. Maybe maybe they found it at the dumps and like, oh, yeah, that was That's Mike's the house. <laughs> they found the mail near it and like, we're taking it back on my lunch break. <laughs> Fucker, this is what you do with we're going, paint. Rasta, man, here's your fucking paint, bitch. That's, That's an saying. ugly color, too. And I, <laughs> you nailed it right on the head. They'll fucking do that, but they won't move my car. You know, I think they're just bitter, dude. I think in your case, they're yeah. some bitter motherfuckers. But they get paid well, so they should I would be call waste management. Find out. You know, be like, listen, I'm not saying anything. You know, in fact, I, I cooked some brownies for him if he wants. I peed him. Yeah. yeah you just drank my piss, garbage man. <laughs> you touched my um, shit and you drank my piss. <laughs> <laughs> I made my own beer. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Drink up. No, I want to watch you drink it. Oh, uh, that's so funny. <coughs> but no, I mean, um, I, I definitely understand what you're talking about. Um, it's kind of... What's frustrating with garbage men also is what do you do on holiday days sometimes? Like, do you actually get your garbage picked up that day? Do you not? There's not a flower. Oh, because you gotta leave it out. Because you can't not take you don't it out. Because What if they come? Yeah, so it comes, uh, stays out there for two days. You're like, fuck, I gotta, well, they didn't come today. And then you accidentally bring it back like I did because it wasn't that full anyways, but we just, you know, we pay for it. So fuck, might yeah. as well have them throw away my garbage, right? Why save it up? It's not a point. <laughs> and my big question is, are there garbage women? Garbage women? I've oh, never yeah, seen it. I've I seen female you. mechanics, but I've never seen a garbage woman. But I, I don't see garbage people all the time. I don't know. <laughs> garbage people. <laughs> it's like the village people. It's a band. I'm the Indian. I'm the Do you cop. think they hang out at a bar, like by the waste yeah, management dude. facility? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I live in a bar down by the dump. <laughs> That's wonderful. That'd be funny, That's a bar excellent. by the dump, dude. You could, you could like, deep fry seagulls. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Rossman, that was a very good uh, rant. I think we all got into it 
pretty much. And if any of you listeners have any complaints about your garbage man or some funny stories you want to give us, uh, that'd be pretty fun to read and, and uh, we can comment out. Uh, but going into our next and final topic of the night, it's up to Sound Guy and his Sound Guy individual. I want to get my own audio signature. Sound Guy Corporation. <laughs> you should write your own liners, man. I know. Uh, well, my thing is, well, it's not my thing. Yeah, my it's not it's not a rant. It's just I just wanted to have a political discourse with some intelligent people. Okay. I'll settle for you guys. <laughs> hey. oh, oh. Burn. But um, morning zoo, morning zoo. Obama 2.0. The first year of Obama, it seemed like he's trying to bridge gaps and be cool with everybody, not pissing anybody off. After that State of the Union address, dude, he's fucking pit. And then after oh, he yeah. addressed the Republican did you see Party, the, yeah, did you see the GOP? Yeah. Oh my God. Obama is full. Everybody's always complaining that the Democratic Party is weak. Yeah, they don't have any balls. And we, we, are weak. we don't have any balls. Well, no. I'm not, I'm not going to say we. I'm no, this is my Democrat, theory to that part right there is uh, everyone is so liberal that they, once we finally have the power, they're like, oh, well, I want it for this thing. You know, this is what we actually believe. We just don't believe crazy shit like those conservatives. And conservatives are all like, oh, we all believe the same stupid shit. Why not? We'll give them this, and then we'll get this back. It does. It's okay, you know. Well, I think it's a little bit different. I think it's survival of the fittest. I think dem- democratics are more. They're. I mean, they're more scientific. I, I guess, as whatever. <laughs> um, I really think it's survival of the fittest, and democrats just really want to see a fight. <laughs> so they're just like. All right, now that we got all this power, fight. <laughs> well, the thing about it is it's pretty late in the game since, you know, with the, with the Congress and stuff, you know. And that's why. That's what I'm saying is that that's it's, it's, I think it's more of a desperation thing, but, not, but, it, but it's almost kind of like, you know, they tried one way. They did a year of this. Didn't work. Not Fuck it. We're going to do a year of that. Well, it's because not everyone agreed. Everyone was, when it came down to it, everyone was like, oh, well, you know, I, I sort of agree with this now, but I'm still a Democrat. Whereas I believe Republicans, they they say they're Republicans. And they're like, the majority says this, so fuck. I gotta, you know, sign it's my name to yes. More, I think to a certain extent. dogmatic. I, but yes. I, I almost feel like they toe the party line more, but that's, that's kind of a, like... The Republicans? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think the Democrats are more willing to vote on, you know, kind of. On their actual beliefs or to yeah, their, even to if the they most, go against the party. Yeah, to the most powerful beliefs, to the most of their extents. You know what I mean? Like, without jeopardizing their re. Um, uh, okay. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the problem, though. Because they're higher. That the. I wish we had a government like it was made on paper, where a. A representative, a House of Rep- a legislator, mm-hmm. senator, whatever, um, that they voted based on the opinions of their constituency. Yes. Like, like, great. If I'm doing this the way that we do this because this is raised to that level that we've either all decided that we're doing it this way or that the people around me have decided to do it this way, all right, I can live with that. Yeah. But I can't. I, I just can't believe the whole, I'm a senator, so you guys believe this, and I'm going to say I believe this, and I'm going to vote this way, <laughs> because I'm getting a pretty good kickback. 
Yeah, it's and all that, lobbyists too. But it's it's not just they blame it on people not not believing or, or the people believing in one way, not coming out to support the way they believe in, or not writing into their congressman. No, I don't really know about that because I've never written into my I've congressman. Written, I've written in several times to different ones. But I want to get back to your original question, uh, sound guy. What, what were you going? You were saying what Obama 2.0. So Obama 2.0, the idea is, you know, Star Wars, Empire yeah. Strikes Back, this is like, you know... So are you pleased with his new approach? Well, as, it, a, as a guy, I'm kind of like, yeah, because he, he, he puts out some really valid points that now that the Republicans, even though they don't have the majority, they have veto power... Or, or filibuster power. Yeah. So now is now they're a huge part of the legislature. They are they control the shit. And now, if if they just want to bring him down like anything Obama related, you know they they're gonna vote against. Well, now they're just you know stymieing the whole fucking legislative process. Nothing's gonna happen. They're fucking everybody just on account but, of like they won't work with Obama. But my thing is like they're they're not there yet. They they're threatening that. And well, which no, is no, but, but all political n- nonsense right now. No, but, but one of the things that he brought up in one of his, uh, um, I can't remember what speech it was, but but basically it was the idea that that um, there was a bill that he endorsed that even the Republican people that wrote the bill decided to vote against it because his name was attached. Yeah, and then he... Shit like that that's like fucking crazy. And Democrats do the same shit too. Yeah, so but then he innocent. went to... Then he then those same Republicans who voted no against those same bills that helped out their populace would go and sign and shake hands with, like, the people there, you know, and accept, like, awards or, or presentation sort of things for doing that bill, whatever the bill was. I forgot So what they were lying, like, saying, yeah, I voted for it, and they did. Well, just basically being like, yeah, aren't you glad you got your money? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you I, know? Know, I was against it because I had to... Yeah, it, it, It's almost like there's an allegiance. It's like they're supposed to represent us, but they represent their own party. Well, that's why Brown pisses me off from Massachusetts because he, uh, his state is one of the only ones with uh, the public option, okay? Everyone is fully covered for, in Massachusetts mm-hmm. with health care. And that's in his state. So if his majority of his state says that this is what they want, how could he not side with the public option portion of the health care bill? Well, it's convenient for him because they already have health care. But that's what I'm so saying. It's like, so, but it yeah. makes no sense. You're not like you're like was saying earlier. And that's what I was trying to get around is what were you talking about with? With Obama 2.0, and I like his aggressiveness. Yeah, to me, it's just, it's just basically, you know, the 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 first year seemed like it was a lot of trying to compromise and extending the olive branch of peace. See, Obama 2.0, he's a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more calling out on your bullshit. Yeah, isn't this the this is the democratic idea though, the idea that you you don't want to you don't want to rule. Yeah, you want to have a healthy debate. Like you want, you don't want to get so many people that you could just pass anything that you want. You want to be able to have the debate and have it be like, oh, deciding vote. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Democrats like. That's we wanted to come down to that like last vote. We wanted to come down to the little like debate, the battle. And I don't know. I just think that this has kind of been a little bit of how to get there. You know, the first thing that you you do is you beat them out the first round. And you extend the olive branch. You're like, but 
come on, we want to have you in advising us. No, that's and true. That's how Alexander the Great took yeah. over the known world. You know, he conquer people and then pick them up and dust them off and be like, yeah. join my army, come on, it's all good. You're good. This is a good life. Yeah. And then they're like, but wait, but wait. And he's like, grr, we don't want you to wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then this is kind of how we balance the scales. We're just trying to hit the equilibrium point. Yeah, and it it's really nice um, to hear everyone talk about it too. Not even if you agree with it, but to hear people actually talk about politics. And mostly it's the you know conservative populace that's talking about it louder. <laughs> um, but at the same time, when Bush was in office, everyone else was talking about it pretty loud too. How, okay, how much, how weird is it to see somebody that you talk to every day and to hit, just, just touch on politics for a second and find out that they had the opposing view. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, I, I did that today. I found somebody that totally was against Obama, like, at every... I hate it. And they thought, I, they were like, oh, I thought you felt the same way. And I was like, I voted for him. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, you know, okay, great example. Th this hap this actually yours? happened to me with my boss. Okay. We were talking and I said something about Palin saying, like, nuclear? And he's like, blah, 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 Palin, you can't do that to her because she said one word wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I hope my boss isn't listening. My boss doesn't listen. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, I, I just looked at him and I'm like, wow, um, I didn't know you felt that way. I'm going to go sit down now. <laughs> Well, here's it was a, just such an awkward moment. Yeah. He called you out on it? No. It, it, yeah. That's not appropriate. <laughs> That's funny. It no. wasn't appropriate yeah. for me to say it to begin with. But you said it to who? I said it to him. Oh. What were you guys talking about politics? I was just talking to him. Well, how long have you been just, working was, with the It person? was like the night. It was on the night before. They had like the debate on it. And I was like, how, how just, did you see it? I don't know. It was a horrible thing for me to do. It was. It was totally wrong. I wasn't yeah. the fault. I was the wrong one. Yeah, because and I know, but I, do you know what it was? It was that I just didn't know. Like I know my boundaries with with the the woman next to me. That she's a fucking. She's a Republican. She's a a flaming Republican. A flaming Republican. I love. That. I got a lot of that. And I know. I know how me far too. to go with her. And I just didn't know anywhere near how far to go with him. Uh, well, no, I thought I did. I just completely misjudged it. Oh, wow. And I was just like, excellent, I'm going that way. <laughs> well, okay, well, here's, here's something that sort of off the subject, sort of on the subject, politics. Now, you're both from the Chicagoland area, or yeah. Chicago, or, or whatever you want to no, call that's it. I think it's Chicagoland. Yeah, that's perfect. And, and I'm from San Francisco. They're both pretty... Well, wouldn't, isn't Chicago fairly liberal, or is it 50-50? How would, how would you clar classify it? Um, they're liberal Republicans. Because it's a big city. Usually when you have, like, big cities... They're liberal Repub Republicans. It's a oh. whole lot of, like, union-type stuff, so they're kind of still blue-collar, but... But I think union's very Democrat. I mean, it's kind of communist. But, but no, you stay... You have a lot of, um... Conservative... Uh, bureaucracy. 
viewpoints. So they're they're used to a lot of bureaucracy and. and so is it majority? Rep I mean, I know Obama came from Chicago. No, no, no. Or it's all, you're the you're not. I'm listening it up. to the question. You're not listening to the answer we're providing to your question. You're what we're saying is yes, they're de democratic in name. Oh, okay. I'm okay. getting mixed up. But in actual party practice, they're more like Republicans. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and that's because of um, several factors. One of it being religious, major influence into like Catholicism, the Catholic. <laughs> they're like, I guess it's, you're a Chicago Democrat. Yeah. Okay, well, where I'm from, it's we are bleeding heart liberals. I got a blood stain on my fucking sweater right here. <laughs> it, it, it's how I grew up, and I had no idea that there was like a whole other part of the world that didn't feel the same way we did. Yeah. I go on vacation and just piss people off right and left. Yeah. They're like, oh, what did I tell you? Um, but moving out here, it's really balanced me out. Like, I, 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 I've, I've seen, I mean, because this is technically a red state. It is. And Phoenix is a good-sized city, so there's, a, there's you know, a, a pretty good collection of, of democratic or liberal people. But for the most part, we are McCain's, you know. Ugh. Yeah, we're, 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 we're the bread and butter. He was yeah. at the marathon. So but living out here, you know, I'm going on, let's see, it's already been three years, so I'm going on my fourth year of living here. How long have you been here? Um, I've probably been here about four years. And then you're about two years, right? Going on two, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's, um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I now, I think before, because in liberal land, we have NPR 24-7. Out here in, you know, re, the land of Republica, NPR stops and they play jazz for the rest of the night. Well, I listen to AM radio and I listen to all the Republicans talk. And I, it's weird. I really balance out, like, because I, I just quit listening to music. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, getting on, getting on topic with that is um, NPR only plays for that certain amount of time because of funding. You know? It, it doesn't get... We don't, we don't provide enough to KJazz for them to play oh, it 24-7. Because it's all... It's syndicated nationally. But... But you got to pay for it. But in larger cities, I and think there's more people willing to pay the donate. Public. Yeah. So like LA has 24/7 NPR, oh, yeah. San Francisco. So does Chicago. But uh, yeah, Chicago's got some. Yeah, Chicago but, Public but Radio. But at the same token, NPR states, and they will give you facts and statistics that claim that Republicans listen to it as equally as Democrats. And they don't like the I, term I wonder, and connotation of being a liberal radio station. Yeah, and I, I respect that. And I think they... Because they give views of every party. They do. They do. But I, I still think that regardless, um, I, I, I think that they if, if they were to lean, even if it's just... I agree. 51%, it's going to be liberal. No, I agree. I agree. It's definitely... Or, or if anything, they have that reputation. As a quote-unquote liberal in American standards, I agree. Oh. With NPR, uh, they're not as blatant as say like AM radio, where they're like, rawr, rawr. Yes. I don't even know what Obama said, but he's wrong. Yes, and that and that's what I work next to. Like I'm surrounded by him. Well, you work predominantly with military people yeah, that have been in the military. military. Yeah, you know, so it, it's horrible um, when you look over and the day after the State of the Union, and you watch some segments of it and whatnot, and they, you know, they just get up and they start talking and they look at you and I'm. And I'm just like, I'm gonna choose to stay out of the conversation, you know. And they they look at you and they give a huh, and they keep on talking. And you hear them going on and on, 
and you just do your work. I'm just sitting there doing my work. And they, they look down and waiting for a reaction from me because they can clearly see that I choose not to partake in their debate on ripping up our president, you know? So by being silent, you're being guilty. Yeah. Being I'm being judged gonna, and being put into the situation. You're blue and throw feathers on you in the parking exactly. lot. Exactly. I'm blue. I would like... And workplace, no matter what, just shouldn't have any politics talked in it. Unless you in a perfect in a world on paper in the democracy that, that Rostin Man was talking about? Yeah. Yes. See, I don't know. I, I would even like to start a third party, not even a tea party, because fuck the tea party, but like a um, fucking Red Cross party, <laughs> you know, where you can't be harmed by another one. You can vote for whatever's good for like the piece that you believe in. Yeah. You know? But they're like, going to get you on the healthcare on that one. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, because then you could, once again, raise a generation. Raise a fucking generation of healers instead of people that... Crime and violence. And can now back military. Yeah. You know, and to bring you know? it back, I think the religion of celebratorian is the first step in that movement. People become celebratorians and then... So political, they have an, they are celebratarian. Sorry, yeah, celebratorian sounds like you're not going to have sex. That's like a, a style of architecture. Yeah, like valedictorian. Well, I was thinking like celibate. Oh yeah, we don't want to be celebratorian. Celebratorian. We want to celebrate bras. But 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 I mean, I I think that would be the you know having a um, nice big overview of the world religions, different cultures that we are a, a citizen of the world is the next step, and politically would be the. Um, that's mediocrity changing the world for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we're going to wrap it up. This is Rastaman. Max. Sal Guy. <laughs> and uh, y'all just have a great night and come back next week. Super rap, a super rap.